You know, hey universe, you know what I'm on a solid, if not career-defining run of mm, productivity, I guess? The productivity involved in making things harder on yourself than they have to be. <clears throat> and it stems from a base level of disorganization that is so now out of control, it's embarrassing. I mean, shit is everywhere in my house. I just don't know where anything is. I can't find a fucking thing. Or I stumble into five things that complete projects in a row and I feel like, well, karma took a turn for the better today. But those karma took a turn for the better today, those stumbling into the things that I need to complete projects, that shit's not happening. Projects are just piling up and making themselves more and more of a problem to find any solutions to the problems that were already here. So what I'm saying is, it's time to stop being a fucking lazy piece of shit. I gotta start doing more housework regularly. I got to get all this stuff that I don't give a shit about organized or put away somewhere where I don't give a shit about it out of my way. Why do I have like 400 video games in my area? I don't know. I haven't played one in, what, since Adam Lanza was alive? Wait, was he ever alive? I know his brother was, but... It's spilled over into the fact that I've, I've been screwing up my recording organization, which, of course, I made as painfully, stupidly, intuitively easy as I could date last five, ten words of what I've said, episode blankety-blank, which would be the next one after the one we have in the file already, Subheading, which season, subheading, which episode within the season. Moronic. And yet, I just screwed it up. But, in my defense, well, there's no defense for that. But, one of the things that doesn't need to be there to screw me up, that screws me up sometimes are these updates to apps and programs that don't update shit, they just make shit more more cumbersome. Why, instead of publish recording, do I now have to save draft, then, then go to a different screen to hit publish? Which I did, by the way, but it didn't work because I can't publish from my Chrome app in my phone because that button doesn't activate. It just pretends to activate. So who do I thank here? Do I thank RSS.com for making the process more cumbersome? Do I thank my Samsung Galaxy S4 for having a Chrome edition that doesn't update far enough to allow me to hit a button, to hit a publish button? Or do I just blame myself for being unwilling to open up to, what are we on, Android 13, 14? Android ICU? 
Well, whatever Android version we're on, I guarantee you it's got more invasive surveillance capability than the one I'm using. The truth is, if I can unplug, have an out-of-body experience, like maybe nearly die, and then look down at the grid that is the Android web of intriguing knowledge based on phone activity that I'm already participating in, first, I would probably throw up, but then I would blow out my back end. I would literally have to discharge all the vile internal particles of my body when I came to such truth and realization. And after fully discharging everything gross inside my body, I would look down and say, I wonder for how fucking long it's been like that. I do. I wonder for how long it's been like that. So yeah, I'll fight the stupid ignoble fight that it is to be Ah, Cyrano de Bergerac. I apparently am tilting at windmills myself. Wait, tilting at windmills? Isn't that, uh, isn't that, uh, the other dude? Don Quixote? Oh, am I getting my Euro mid-century, mid-plague dudes tilting at windmills wrong? Yes. I now realize Don Quixote and Sancho Panza were out there fighting windmills. Well, if you don't even know who's on your team, right? Like, come on, bro. Bring a little bit to the game. All right. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go do some pregame warm-up, right? We all know that's appropriate at this point. Wait, pauses. Pauses is pause. There we go. Okay. Man, I, I got... All right. My Samsung Galaxy 4 is going a little nutty right now, so I might lose y'all, but what else is new, right? Uh, my fight against technology, though some of it earned, most of it, again, are software and hardware updates to processes that, for me, already function perfectly. We're updating stuff that works. We're loading it with new features. No, you're not. You're stripping it down. You're giving yourself more surveillance opportunities, more tracking opportunities, more insertion opportunities. You're just, you're taking advantage. I mean, it's your shit, right? So fuck off taking advantage. It's my fucking stuff. Take it home. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. In a capitalist market, you're the innovator or whatever. That's why we're making shit worse. You can tell me socialism and communism and feminism and egalitarianism. Whatever ism you want to tell me. Except racism, obviously. Jesus. Right, Jesus? Racism sucks. But whatever other isms you're going to tell me are bullshit. Are they? Have you checked them out? Or have you just been told over and over that yours is so good, there's no reason to even check that shit out? And if it isn't any worthwhile system of self-containment for the human race, 
Well, are you writing a better one? Why not? Some other dude wrote the other ones. Or, let's face it, probably not a woman, but there could have certainly been some sort of persuasive woman behind the man helping make these things come to fruition. And a man, anachronistic though he might have been, willing to listen. Even in said stealthy partnerships, the front man, man, hey man, well, front man, have you met my wife? If the front man only had one partner, well, you're a 21st century egalitarian entity. Perhaps now's the time to partner up and write your own system of self-containment that liberates us all and provides the freedom therein to maximize our experience as human beings on this somewhat self-contained system called Earth. Oh, you have to get to 7-Eleven to get some donuts. Okay, well, I mean, you got shit to do. You got shit to do. I get it. I get it. Speaking of shit to do, I got shit to do if I'm going to finish with any kind of point here. Because this is now episode 47 of Do You Have a Point? Which is finally rolling to a... What is that? A soft tip velvety end of inky confluence? Since there's like all these different kinds of ink on here. On this list. From a schedule that is 1023. Yes, exactly. So, do you think I'm high enough for this, Kitty? Phoebe's not in here snoring because she's out there snoring. I know, Phoebe's up and about. You, however... Huddled up by the space eater. Okay. So I wanted every one of the last eight to have a point. Like rolling through a rack of eight ball. Just bam, 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 bam. Game. Bam, 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 bam. Game. I suppose that was my brain doing the subtle work of getting all seven shots in and then making the eight ball for game. But however you want to count that back. That's how I want to count it back. I was trying to talk about how everything isn't constructed in duality. Our universe is created in duality. Ah, oh, see, I don't get this one. I've been trying to work this one out. I just, I think the human experience is designed for duality. I don't think our universe is created in duality. I, I think I have this interpreted wrong. I think this is... What we choose to experience forces us into the consequence that duality set up initially. Well, that might be true. I didn't get a whole lot of feedback on that, so that might be bullshit too. So I'm really, I'm, I am really working on this one because I think one of the things that settles you down entirely is starting to understand that you don't live in the duality extreme at all. You're never there. You're placed there all the time. Or placed in the opposite extremes without even noticing that it's happening. Thus, you feel this constant tension of pull within yourself toward extremes that aren't even real, that are constructed entirely. 
And the only way to devolve from all that entanglement is to center yourself. Because it makes you invulnerable to the attack. Once you're out of balance, though, that's the point. You are now a kilter enough to be thrown out of balance elsewhere. And if you get too much spinning around, where you're twisted in what you're trying to even achieve or get done, or you have just conflict from within, well, now you're vulnerable. Vulnerable to all sorts of shit. Like forgetting to hit the pause button when you cough. <clears throat> I now remember why I got rid of this app. Because it's so cumbersome to get to the pause button. Especially when we're in blinky blink blue light mode or whatever mode goes into here. Wow, it is freaking out again. Oh, it still says it's recording. We'll see. Let's say my sources are not so confident. Okay, so let's just expect that since I never really got to that point yesterday, we'll just say that the one ball got knocked in on the break. Because when you get right down to it, I think everything that I'm going to finish up this segment with has to be dedicated to trying to understand that duality. Because it's when we act outside of ourselves and create our own duality that everything gets fucked up. So that seems like the best point to explore to finish the segment. Especially because I've spent so much time in that zone of being more dual than self. Uh, Rosemary's Baby Style? Was she? No, what was it? It was the... Uh, it was Eve? What? My, a portrait of Eve? Who's the crazy lady? Okay, well. Me. Uh, flush out the dissenters. Toe the line, then repeat. <clears throat> this little note. Sometimes I write things down like this because I see how much that's now the fucking way that I was told was the way the Russians did it wrong. <laughs> and <clears throat> the Russians were the bad guys in my day. And the ways that we were convinced that they were bad was through propaganda that told us things like their media tells no truth, their people have no freedom, they can only think what the state tells them to think. These were the kinds of messages being told to us were what made communism such a bad place to go. They would do things like use their... <laughs> I mean, even the three letters KGB. Unlike CIA, FBI, those are three good letters. But KGB? Bleh. Might even be that backward K if I know those Russians. Um, if... And yeah, I know there's no backward K in the Russian alphabet, even though the dumb American joke is still ironically funny. <clears throat> but flushing out the dissenters? Okay, that kind of went further than even we believed the KGB was doing. Although they were doing it, yeah, 4 a.m. knock, no-knock raids or whatever the hell they were known for. 
Obviously, they were some fucking tough thug motherfuckers. But flushing out the dissenters, ooh, now we're talking like Nazis. I mean, now we got to get to the real bad guys. Nazis. They're worse than Russians. And they're... Wow, I never thought about it, but these guys are all white. Hmm. But I guess it's like King of the Hill white, like Power Grab white, maybe. That's why we don't have the... Hmm. I've never put that together. Our two primary enemies growing up weren't actually of another color. I wonder if they were waiting to take advantage of that with Al-Qaeda. Okay. But flushing out dissenters? Well, that's exactly what we do now. Right, whistleblowers? Toe the line. I see the line right here. I'm towing it exactly. Repeat. Duh. That's what I do. Well, welcome to America with a backward K. All right. <clears throat> oh, I got to correct some shit. And I got to get out on a limb. So let's do both. What did I have to correct? Um, oh, I didn't write that note on this paper, did I? Damn it. Or did I? Did I miss them? Who are the two? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, I left something dangling. Who are the two groups who would not be jealous of breaking up with T-Mobile, as the rest of you should be? Well, those who had just that morning signed up for a new T-Mobile account. You know, I'm going to go do the AT&T sign-up routine here. And yes, I know I'm just signing up for a miserable relationship, but whatever. It's better than being with T-Mobile. This will make me, what, twice divorced, three times married? I mean, to the relationships that count, our cellular providers. But... AT&T, I'm not saying I'm looking forward to it. I know you're going to abuse me. It's going to put me in a position of thinking, why am I taking this like this? Why do I let them do this to me? Why am I weak? Corporations are shitty. But <clears throat> if you had just signed up for your new T-Mobile phone and you were sitting there playing on your iPhone 33, well then, of course, you're not going to think Breaking up with T-Mobile is something to be jealous of. Not yet. But um, the other one, the other group of people who I could say would not feel jealous of me are the four other motherfuckers who also broke up with T-Mobile that morning. Because if more than four of you did it, I'm impressed. Because it sucks, it's hard to do, they make it even harder, they're so codependent that they want to they want to hug you a little out the door, try to get a little Gucci on the way. No. Nope. You gotta you gotta you gotta be so committed to where you stand against that kind of subtle bullshit codependent attack. Like I said, me and the four other entities on this planet who might have done it that morning, well, we're not jealous of each other, but we're a rare bird. We lean in and give each other a group hug, I'll tell you that much. Because we know what it's like to be abused, don't we, Team America? America! 
America. Fudge yeah. Alright. <clears throat> so, should this one be about when you realize that your whole experience in life is two-faced? We are the Russians. We are the Koreans. We are the Nazis. Who's the terrorist? The one spreading terror? Or the one responding to a non-terrorist attack? What if you're all of the above? Alright. I'm losing my fight against... What lately? Oh, technology. I already covered that. But I didn't go back and cover the... The... Straight line versus parabola. Enough, at least. Parabolic movement of a rolling ball down an incline versus an incline of exactly 45 degrees straight line on a 90 degree corner. Or pick your incline. It doesn't matter. A straight line incline. Which moves faster? Well, it's the parabola. And that's what I was trying to explain when I said a curved line is the quickest route. And I didn't explain it very well, nor do I even have clearly the coherence to explain it at this moment in a way that will sink. So go Google on YouTube, straight line versus parabolic movement, and go be amazed. So, is that the kind of duplicitous, though, that throws you off? Or just is there to make you bewildered and this wonder at the universe? Because sometimes <clears throat> you're not being duplicitous. All your intuition tells you, well, fuck yeah, that's right. I don't even need to prove it to myself. It's obviously fucking right. And then somebody shows you it's wrong and you're like, oh, really? <laughs> God damn it. Nobody wants their whole house of cards threatened. That's not an experience we're on this train ride asking for the front cabins because, oh, we want more of that disorientation and fucking upside-down-ishness. Where do we get more of that? Up front? Nice. Yes, I'll take the blue tablet. <sighs> but... If you're the ones flushing out to centers, forcing a toe-the-line attitude, rinse and repeat, don't question anything, just realize we're telling you the truth and repeat it. I don't know. That's not the country I was told I grew up in. Not the one that censors free speech that limits the voice at the town square to only the voice that's being spoken on the loudspeaker and then sends out marauding, overly armed security to save us from ourselves. Just doesn't make sense. 
Like when you read Coca-Cola is more hydrating than water. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. And, uh, and life as a travel bag is more, mm, what, enchanting than life as a human being? Maybe enchanting. Maybe. Maybe. Especially if you've been enchanted by those who can enchant. Like, who? Demi Moore? She enchanting? Not anymore. Oh, sorry about the pun there, Moore. But since Moore is still pretty more out there, Coca-Cola went even further out there when they said something as stupid as that. Oh, but no, we have these guys that proved it. Let me show you these guys. They have white coats on. They proved it. So you start thinking, well, the fucking white coat guys proved it. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't prove shit. Go read the study. There's nothing there of any hydration process whatsoever. Define the hydration process however you want first, right, Coke? Then say, because Coke does more immediate uh, electrolyte enhancement, it is thus more hydrating, even though electrolytes have not been defined, not been in any way pursued or understood. And I'm making stuff up here. Like, this isn't what the report says. I'm just telling you the kind of stuff that ends up in this shit that's bullshit. You know what the most hydrating fluid on planet Earth will be until the end of planet Earth? For a human being? Water. <laughs> Suck it up, baby. If you can't learn to appreciate the refreshing nature of water, I don't know that you do deserve to be here, honestly. That's part of the deal. You have to do the work to find the harmonic balance that is being active in 3D reality and taking in what it is necessary to be sustained in said 3D reality and then producing in 3D reality in a way that is harmonically converging with your internal hum. But water's part of it. So when Coca-Cola wants to usurp water, yeah, I wonder what the fuck they're thinking and up to and being so duplicitous with Another duplicitous trick for those of us who like to tell you full of shit things and then say, yeah, but that guy said it too, so how full of shit can I be if two of us said it? Oh, it's such the liar's trick. Such the liar's trick. You know what someone who has the truth doesn't need? That dude. They have the truth. Whether that dude sees it or not is irrelevant. They have the truth. So, when another study this afternoon released says, smoking's better for you than we already knew. <sighs> yeah. Um... Alright, why is my mom disinterested in help? Why is she so resistant to help? Um, <clears throat> well, one of it's time. Um, I don't even know if that's the big one. 
the big one is constructed reality from the remnants of what was supposed to be that didn't become. When I, when I think of people forcing life, I think of people who can't drop themselves out of expectation and allow what can flourish around them to take hold. It's like you keep throwing seeds up into the wind thinking if they'll just scatter enough, then I'll have a beautiful garden across the entire planet. But you never think to actually dig two inches into the dirt and plant them. So you starve to death, even though you had all the tools available to create an abundant world of fulfillment. Well, when the seed scattering strategy starts to not pay off, you... uh you go out there and you and you take all those seeds and you and you assemble them into art. You make it a prettier landscape. Because hungry though you are, unsure of what went wrong, you sit completely befuddled inside of. And the more artistic your talent grows as you paint the landscape with seeds aplenty. Never once do you think, what if I did it differently? I don't know if that's the worst analogy I've ever used. It's not the best. But if you are convinced that with this moment in time where things kind of went fucking sideways, if I can just duct tape it back together in enough of a reinforced capacity to make it look like this, then I won't have lost all of it in one fell swoop. You're forcing an outcome instead of realizing that this moment in time changed everything and your reaction to it needed to be fluid and dynamic and graceful. Once the logjam got put up of hurt and vengeful and scarred, well, you lost touch with all your better self. And you kept forcing a universe to be what you wanted it to be when it already passed by that vision long ago. So, I may not know what the fuck I'm even talking about. But the human race, when it gets duplistic, duplistic? Do races get duplistic? The human race? Why did I say human race? I don't mean that. I mean humanity. I mean all of us. I mean the collective, the, the, the 
whites, yellows, browns, blacks, blues, greens, purples. What else is out there? Silvers? Translucents? I'm all in. We're all in it together. There's no human race. There's humanity. And if all we've done is try to force ourselves to find that endgame picture that we've always thought was the way the endgame picture should look, well, no wonder nothing's working out. As Americans, one thing I know I am is stubbornly stuck in a pile of, yeah, but this is who I am. I'm not a very fluid, go-with-the-stream, current kind of guy. Because in America, they'll ask you, well, yeah, I see all these people going with the current and with the flow and stuff, making it easy, but I want to know which one of you among you is willing to turn around and say, I'm not going to go with the current. I'm going to go against it. I want to make it hard. I want that bastard. I do not know who's down there and trying to pick out bastards, but let's just assume it's somebody of unesteemable authority. Welcome to America. Welcome to America.